Hey, listen up, idiots. This is your spoiler warning. Also, you might get offended, so warning for that too, you idiots. Hey, buddy. Hey. You should do that uh, that song you've been humming, but keep it going while I talk over it. All right, you ready? Yeah. Bum, ba-dum, bum, ba-dum. How you doing, everybody? Bum, This is bum, us, Kyle and Ryan, at Experience Grand Podcast, and this bum, is our very special bum, episode bum, covering our top movies of 2018. Hey, that's it. There, oh, perfect timing. <laughs> that's that's our our intro. It's going to be now. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. Yeah, that's going. No, we're live. Let's do it. Hi, buddy. <laughs> How's it going? It's yeah, been a while. Yeah, it's been a while, and it's been a long, strange trip. <laughs> Just life in general. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, it's been a while though, because you've been traveling to your homeland. Your motherland, yes. if I will. Russia, which yeah. we all knew. Russia, North Carolina. Russia, North Carolina. Yeah, it's, it's, it's where you're little known, from. little known place outside of Raleigh. It's, uh, in, it's in the county of Moscow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, uh, yeah. Is I, it counties in North Carolina? No, it's not parishes. I think parishes only in Louisiana, correct? I have no idea, but we are counties. Okay. Okay. That, <laughs> I don't, that, I don't that know, answers it for me. Yeah, I don't know who is a parish, but it is not North Carolina. Okay. I can tell you that. But uh, yeah, visited North Carolina, got to see family that I see maybe once or twice a year, got caught up, got some presents, got to give presents, it was just good trip all around. You were gone for like what, a week and a half? Almost a week and a half, yeah. yeah. The situation we're in with the school that uh, our offices are closed for renovation, uh, they just were like, well, we're going to officially just close the offices this year for a week and a half. So we don't care what you do, but you're not working. Okay. So I just didn't get paid and was off and traveled around. <laughs> because well, why not? You, man. And you got to see family. Yeah. How yeah. cold was it in North Carolina, though? You're not going to the beach, I guess. Uh, do Well, there was no snow or anything. It was maybe 40s. Okay, yeah. Just about the same, slightly warmer. I think I know the answer to this, but did you fly or drive? Drive. God damn, that's a drive, too, right? It's like no, 12. 12, yeah. Eleven to twelve, depending on. Mm-hmm. Damn, dude. It's you know, it's really not that bad. You get like an audiobook or podcast, and it. I don't know. I prefer it to like just a day at the office. You know, it's really it's not that bad. I guess I don't know. I know a lot of I'm people get claustrophobic trips. and I don't, I don't, don't get like that. to be I just, in it. And it's probably my fucking ADHD. But man, sitting anywhere for an extended period of time sucks. Like. I can see that. I hate flying that long, too, but at least, like, there, I can get up and walk around the plane and shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, in that car, man, you are just in that car. Yeah. And you are doing that. Yeah. Yeah. So. And and nowadays, you have to be the adult, so you're either driving most of the time, or you're in the passenger seat navigating and keeping company. You don't just get to tune out and play Game Boy in the back seat while yeah, you ignore like, your sister. Or, like, watch a movie, because even mm-hmm. on the road, like, when I'm on a plane... You're not seeing anything, especially no, like yeah. a lot of times it's dark anyway. So even if you were looking out the window, you wouldn't see nothing. You're over nothing. Yeah. So it's easier to zone in on a movie, whereas in a car, you're seeing shit fly by constantly and you're, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. It, <laughs> I guess it maybe puts me on a little edge because I can see that. Yeah. People are fucking crazy. They are. I don't know. I have like a blind trust when it comes to driving. Like, I, well, not, that's you not true. To. I, you, you gotta know, be defensive, but like, yeah. dude, you can't be aware, but yeah. Otherwise, you'll never go anywhere because anything could happen at any time. 
What an incredibly morbid opening topic for our for best of 2018. <laughs> right? Wow, let's turn this thing around. So you saw parents and family. I did. I love your parents. <laughs> well, that's nice. <laughs> I think they're kind of fond of me. I think they like you. To a degree. I, well, I, well, especially my mom is. Yeah. I know my mom really likes you. You'll. I think you'll be getting a gift here shortly. Oh, damn. I'll just go ahead and put it out there. She's working on something for you. Okay. Yeah. We'll, well see. <laughs> your mom really does like me. We'll I see like how it your goes. mom a lot. Yeah. Um, and you drink sometimes, so my dad likes you. Yeah, That's, that's the bar. Can you drink? I can also enjoy, and I'm a big fan of, like, military stories. Mm. I like, I mean, I listen to your dad tell stories all night. I love those things. Nice. Yeah. So, um... <laughs> What what'd you get, man? Let's go materialistic. Anything cool? Uh, I've got I got a lot of stuff. I have a lot more t-shirts to kind of replace older t-shirts. Same with pajama pants, which I wear. It's a pretty safe bet to go with all the time for you and yes. for me. Yeah, you like comic book. I like weird comic book. Comic book or band shirts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still like the hot topic kid at heart. Like, give me a. Fallout Boy T-shirt, and that's fine. But it's not Fallout Boy now. I don't know who it would be. Yeah, uh, maybe Childish Gambino. That's probably That'd be a dope shirt. Or Queens. I'm so always into Queens, but you like Eagles of Death Metal? They were okay. Yeah, they were okay. I what's the the band that they did? It was Josh Homme, Dave Grohl, and then one of the old greats, and I can't remember uh, them. Crooked Vultures. I preferred them much more to Eagles of Death Crick, Metal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I like Eagles of Death Metal. Just there's something about that that singer's voice. I can listen to like one or two songs, mm-hmm. and then I'm good. Yeah. I don't need to see I, no more. I get you. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else did you get? Um, got some expansions for board games, which sounds super fun. But uh, I've got a Marvel kind of game, and they have expansions that are based around different like comic events. So I've got like a Captain America set that's specifically all Captain America like. It's like a storyline. It's interesting, yeah. It's a storyline, and each character kind of has their own decks that they're building as they go, and you're incorporating different heroes or, like, plot points from different comics. That's pretty sweet. So I got, like, a Captain America one and then a Deadpool one that expands on Deadpool people. And that's going to be a lot of fun once I get that going. Awesome. Um, And then, I don't know, a lot of stuff. My mom usually gives, like, way too much stuff for me to ever come up with a list, which is nice. But, like, I'm just, like... Tone it down, it's okay, but she goes overboard, so I am probably forgetting so many things. <laughs> but uh, mostly a ton of comic book stuff, which is nice. Oh, uh, in-laws got me a Porg, a little uh, duh, bobblehead. What's the big-headed little collectible things right now? Oh, They're in the white boxes. I don't know what they're called. The Pop. Yeah, okay, pop. Pop vinyls or something. Yes, I think that's it. They got me a Porg pop vinyl, which actually, I don't collect them, but... Well, I don't either, but you and I are both going to have two more. <laughs> nice. Because I know a good friend of the show, Kyle Pertlebaugh, bought us the entire collection from Die Hard, I believe. What? So, because <laughs> uh, as you know, Kyle is a huge fan of Die Hard, and especially of the argument that Die Hard is a Christmas movie, so yeah. he really warmed up to you. Hey, <laughs> and then uh, you immediately sullied that good fortune by shitting on perfect strangers, and you are now dead to Kyle. 
Oh, is Perfect Strangers a good thing? A is lot of people like Perfect look- Strangers. I've never seen the show. I saw a YouTube clip, and it was the dumbest shit ever. Oh, it's a generic Maybe- sitcom. But it's it was <laughs> that was what all those were in the 80s and 90s, like in that era. And it was good to those of us that grew up with it. I remember loving Perfect Strangers, because Balky was oh, yeah. weird and quirky and a dumb what kids like. He was an idiot, so... I. I guess so. Nowadays, I look at him and it's like, that's annoying. I don't oh, yeah. want to watch that for 22 minutes every week. <laughs> but uh, good on Kyle Perdeval. What a good guy. Yeah. Uh, I look forward to seeing those. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're pretty sweet. He sent me pictures. So. Yeah, but the uh, the pork was definitely bought because so wait, I that- complained a lot. I guess they heard me just bitching about porgs and... They're the new Ewoks. What a okay, dumb fucking monetary Wars. thing. Okay. They're the things from Last Jedi specifically. Yeah. yeah. The worst of them. Uh-huh. So was, I was bitching was a lot about parts. them. Okay. And that was the joke was, now you have a Porg. Oh, okay. So it's an so, ironic gift. It was. I like that and appreciate that And I was like, okay. Lot. Yeah. So now I'm going to have a proudly displayed Porg in my room, even though I uh, would never ever thought I had wanted a Porg. But it's exactly <laughs> like uh, what I did with Seanan and forcing his hand to watch the Back to the Future trilogy. Uh, here's the trick. Just buy it for him for Christmas. He has that's to true. watch it. I mean, that's. Yeah. You hope. Yeah. You hope that's Gates. I did the same trick with my dad last year. I got him Blade Runner 2049. Oh, that was a rough sell. Did he watch it? He has still not fucking watched it a year later. I believe that fully. Uh, it's a hard sell movie. He's a fan general. of the first Blade Runner, though. Your dad's also pretty set in his ways. He is a man set in his ways. This is true. This is true. <laughs> you should have bought him Ballad of Buster Scruggs. I, if, if, if I, only, if I think it wasn't they, on Netflix release. Well, they released those. I'm pretty sure oh, you can yeah? get those at Target. I've you seen can a lot. buy the Netflix movies. I've seen on, you can buy like Stranger Things on DVD and shit. Like, Stranger Things would kind of make, well, maybe it, make sense because it's a, huh, it's, hmm, hmm. Interesting. But I've seen the movies too for sale. I've never seen the movies. I see, I, at Target, I see them a lot there. Oh, okay. So, all right. Ballad of Buster Scruggs would be good. I don't know if he'd like it. I I did, but I don't. I think he would. Hmm. Especially because hmm. it's short. There's some that he probably wouldn't like, but some that he would. Right. That's what I think. And that's but... the purpose of a vignette. So. Exactly. Exactly. Kyle, what what about you? Did you get anything for uh, the holidays that you uh, want to share or talk about? I got a pretty sweet new gaming PC chair that arrived a little damaged, unfortunately. So I, I haven't got to build it or mm. sit in it yet because mm-hmm. uh, it was actually the seating part that was damaged. So I'm waiting on the, the replacement one to arrive. The company did replace it. Uh, it's a pretty sweet one. It's one of the type that like streamers use and shit like that. No shit. So... Professional grade. Yeah, it's a pretty nice chair. Uh, I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, yeah, Sean did get me that sweet, sweet ass uh, Hank Hill statue. Uh huh. What did he get you? Oh, he got me. Oh, the Captain, Captain America. America. But it's like the old school World War II Captain America with like that uh, kind of three pointed shield at like the, the top. Police- Bad yeah. shield. Or yeah, whatever. the police yeah. bad shield. Yeah, and, and he has like the gun and like World War Two pilot helmet on. Yeah, it's fucking so nice. It looked pretty tight, man. It was. It's it's a nice little gift. I'm never gonna take it out of the box. I take a lot of the toys out of the box. So I don't fucking care. This one's like, no, you're gonna stay in the box. You're gonna be a nice little collector display. I'm gonna uh, take that nice. carnage out of the box at some point, but 
I don't think I'll ever take these clouds. Yeah, I wouldn't. Out. Same with the Resident Evil one you had me too. The Jill. Yeah. Perfect in my box. That that one also is just like nicely framed. That's just gonna say perfect. Not gonna mess with it. Mm-hmm. Well, buddy, let's uh let's quit tangenting. Let's talk All about right. some top movies because I know we got a depth, a well, <laughs> a chasm, a a quarry to mine here. Of movies. A Christopher McQuarrie to mine. <laughs> He's God the director damn. of a movie we yeah. might be talking yeah, about at some point. Weird pull, man. But it's okay. a great, it's a great pun that nobody's gonna get. That's that's who I live for. I I live to please myself. I don't give a fuck about our listeners. Hey, uh, that's kind of how I live my life. <laughs> so I kind of have a, a format I was gonna present mine in. You kind of have a different format. I did. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna list like a lot of my favorites. And then I requested for both of us to talk about the movie we hated the most mm-hmm. this year, and then we'll cap off with our top ones. Um, I'll go ahead and I'll start movies this this time, and I'll have you start games on the next episode. All right, that sounds good. Um, so I guess my first one that I want to talk about, and I'm sure that you will actually end up talking about this too, so we'll both cover it. Because you actually told me to fucking talk about this. I should probably save this one for you. So I will. How about that? And I'll skip to my next one. All right. Okay. Uh, I'm just here for the ride. Yeah. I don't care. Whatever. Another one that I saw. As I like how I just continued, like I'd already said what I want. Didn't happen. My first choice for this year. Let's Experience like grind. That. The only podcast where you get not everything, not just the podcast you wanted, but all the things that should have been edited out. Sure. Uh huh. <laughs> Most people would release this as bonus footage and charge you for it for Patreon. Nah. You get this for free and you get fully produced episodes for patreon okay yeah. that's true actually our patreon people do get the better episodes kind of do but uh huh what you pay for an interesting model <laughs> <laughs> anyways i'm gonna shut up i'm gonna talk about it here uh a quiet place fucking that- love this movie this year man i was really hyped for it i kind of pushed it a lot and as i said before i sometimes suffer from overhype myself where uh I, you know it's own it's my own fault this movie exceeded all of my own self-hype. It was fucking amazing. John Krasinski, did he write it too? He definitely he wrote directed and directed it. it. Mm-hmm. Wrote, directed, and starred. starred in. Yeah. Fuck, I respect that. Mm-hmm. And he actually did a really good job. So, uh, yeah, that was a great movie. It was about the weird creatures <laughs> and all that shit. We did an episode on this one. Yeah, we did. Uh, yeah. Not everything on our list we've done an episode on. So I kind of don't want to hang on this one too much because if you want to hear about it, go listen to that episode. Yeah. It was episode number, insert episode here. My neighbors are putting the trash cans away now. They've been home all day. But they've decided now, so now my dogs are barking. Oh, it must be sober (laughs) o'clock. Sorry, you live next to meth heads. That's what happens. (laughs) No, um, A Quiet Place was on my list, and I just removed it because you talked about it, so I don't need to talk about it now. Awesome. Um, I love the movie, too, and... Like, good. just going off of your hype thing, sometimes you get hyped on these horror movies like uh, Hereditary Man. or It Comes at Night, and I'm just not into them at all. Yeah. But sometimes you provide a witch. That's true. Or A Quiet Place. And this year, it's A Quiet Place, and I love that movie. It's What's great. Cool? What's uh, I hate that even your terribly horrible viewing experience... <laughs> you still enjoyed it while yeah i had the quintessential perfect experience for this i've never been in a more quiet movie theater than for this fucking movie 
brilliant. Yeah. Fucking worked like a charm for me. Let's so, let's see if mm. they can do it again. Mm. Right? Yeah. There's a sequel coming. Let's see if they can make it? audiences okay. quiet again. Cool. And apparently John Krasinski's on board for writing and writing at least. Okay. Don't know about directing. directing. Cool. Yeah. Awesome, man. Mm-hmm. All right. What about you? You give me some some heat. All right. Uh hmm. This all right, well, I'll do it this way too. Uh this one is also one we've done an episode on, so I'll be quick okay. into the point. But Annihilation. Oh, man. All right. So I got to say, my list. this was my number two if we were ranking. Yeah, this would probably be top three for me. I fucking love this me. movie, man. And I still it's do. It's perfect. It's that slow burn. It's that weird tick. Mwah! Yes. Yeah. This is really like I think the last two or three years we've been in like a renaissance for good horror with Get Out. We I already mentioned like some of the two that didn't work for me, but Hereditary and It Comes at Night worked for a lot the of people. Witch. The Witch, A Quiet Place, uh, It Follows was yeah, recently, it The follows. Babadook, and, you know, Annihilation can be it, added to that list. It, it was even, fucking great. It, like, the big commercial horror slayer. And, it's, like, still people are turning. paying for The Conjurings, the, the Nun, like, it's still there. So we're in a good place for horror. Annihilation is maybe the smartest horror we've gotten that's some weird shit. In years. It's great. I love it. The last 10 minutes will leave you your jaw on the floor. And the bear scene is the second scariest thing I've seen in the movies in 2018. I wonder what that first one is. Will that be making an appearance later tonight? Oh, yes, it definitely will. Okay. <laughs> I think I might know. <laughs> if you don't, as soon as I say it, you'll be like, oh, yeah, that is the most terrifying part. All right. But yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> Annihilation. I totally agree. You maybe should not listen to this episode, though, because... 95% of it is Laura and I drunkenly rambling about the book. This is true. <laughs> instead of the movie. So, not, not, not one of our better ones. I'll say it that way. Well, yeah. On the, on staying on subject of the week. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then spoilers just kind of pop up throughout that talk. So it is, mm-hmm. if you've not seen the movie, just watch it. I'm pretty sure it's what? somewhere to be found easily. I fed a few more drinks to Laura than I should have that night. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, that's what happens. That's all it takes. Yeah. Uh, so I'm in- anticipating you getting to this one that I'm not mentioning yet. Ooh. But you mentioned my number two, so fuck right. it. You already brought it up. Do it. Fucking hereditary, man. I loved right. that movie this year. <laughs> I fucking loved every bit of that movie this year. Okay. I know you hated it. We didn't do an episode on this one, I don't think. We did not. We we had some episode, and then there was like a 40-minute oh, break where yeah. we talked about Hereditary. That's right. It was one of the, I think it was maybe even like Wreckfest or something where like, yeah. we didn't have a lot of content yeah. for the actual episode. So and it, it was, just came out of nowhere. So we kind of have like a half episode of Hereditary. Play Where's Waldo, go find it, yeah. whatever. Uh, or a, a more faithful listener will maybe find it for us i don't expect yeah, you true. to i don't expect that <laughs> anyways yeah i really liked hereditary you really hated hereditary and that's pretty much where we land on that one i didn't expect this one to make your list so i didn't bring it up you're right um, well actually maybe it did make my list oh oh shit dog <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i liked hereditary again it was it was a great horror movie to me it's fucking weird as shit i love weird Super uh, slow yeah. burn. Love super slow burn. So mm-hmm. you are not in the minority on this one. I think a lot of people went and saw this movie and loved it because it is one thing you can say about this movie. It has a vision behind it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it is definitely 
worth praise for that because I think we do have a new directorial voice in this director who I can't remember his name. I, I can't either. It's okay. But eh. I liked it. And I, I look go. forward to more from him. So <laughs> me too. What about I, you, honestly? Buddy? Me too. Me too. What's your next one? All right. I'll go with one that I'm pretty sure you didn't see, but it's on the Hollywood fap list for the end of the year. Um, A Star is Born okay. with Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga. I do want to see it very badly, but I have not seen it. You are correct. It's really good. I have it's, assumed, yeah. It is a straightforward kind of old-fashioned Hollywood movie. Very, very simple story told very simply. And it's also got a love story, right? But I'd say efficiently. It is. But it's like, it's... You know I'm a sucker for those two. The perfect kind of love yeah. story where it's not sweet, sappy, saccharine. It is... It's real. It's real. They both have flaws. You can see the flaws. But like it doesn't, it doesn't take too long in any moment. It just effortlessly moves throughout like each moment in this like kind of love story that spans like a few years. But like it does it so again effortlessly. This is, this is one of the movies I can praise on the cinematography. Like it's shot very close up, very personally. Like you're in this movie. Like you're in it with the emotions. You're in it with these characters. There is a, you know, it is it is a remake. Four times this movie's been made. Yeah. This is the fourth time. This is the first time I've heard of it. So if you're familiar with the other ones, this probably won't be that surprising. But it does have like a gut punch of an ending that was like really, really moving. And I noticed in the theaters that this movie and Avengers Infinity War were the only ones who uh, let the credits go on long and not turn up the lights for a little bit to let people collect their tears oh all right uh but it is it's moving it's personal a great first uh great first effort from bradley cooper yeah he director. directed this too right and it's directed the hell out of good year it's, for it's first up time there directors. with john krasinski's awesome it's it's great um again i i haven't seen it i do really intend to so yeah i would i would highly recommend it but just know again it is very simple it is a story you've heard or seen Many, many times, just told, I think, very, very well. Sometimes that's fine. Yeah. There's a lot of movies like that that I like. Yeah. I like Sin City. Yeah, Sin there City you go. is not deep or complex, but it's a hell of a ride. That is that's true. That's fine. That is true. It's only bad when, like, the movie's also terrible, and then you can see all the fucking cliches that yeah. aren't working. This one's good, and it leads up to one of my favorite music moments in a long time. The, the first time that Lady Gaga steps out, on the stage with Bradley Cooper in a duet moment is just riveting filmmaking. Really? Just okay. fantastic the way they capture kind of like the thrill of performing in front of people and kind of that overwhelming feeling of like joy and fear and nausea and anxiety. It's great. It's just, it's so great. I think as a music person, I think you'll dig it. Cool. Quite a bit. That's what I like about Whiplash. I've not seen Whiplash yet. Damn I'm dog. so meaning to because right, I so... like Damien Giselle. Yeah, we're doing an episode on it now. All right. Down. Good. Force so you to watch it because yeah. I really want to. Um, what so about you? I'm going to I'm gonna say one more and then you're going to take it away because I think you got like three or something. I've got three more to talk about. Yeah. So I'm also, you're probably going to have two. I'm about to step on your toes. I've given you two chances. Sorry to bother you. Fuck yes, Kyle. Uh, you watched it? Yeah, of course. You All told right. me to watch it. And what did you think of it? I really liked it until the end. Okay. The end really shits all over itself and doesn't know what to do, so it just does a thing. It's like a Stephen King book. I love Stephen King. His endings fucking suck. 
Same thing with this movie. I all right, audience, you can't see, but I'm like grinning from ear to <laughs> ear. I am so happy. All right, yes. All right, good. I'm glad you stepped in my toes on this one. Ah, I'm so good. You're all right. The ending. Yeah, Laura completely agreed with you. Good. I was fully on board. By and that this point, reaffirms like, for the 122nd time, Laura and I are the same person. Yeah, just a different. It gender. takes a bizarre left <laughs> hand turn. It, yeah, well, and it, it does that earlier, but then like. It's everything's it so silly. Yeah, it and everything's so normalized. Silly, <laughs> and it's like it's the hard cut when he gets knocked out. And I, I don't know, man. Everything was so yeah. Up until that point, pretty fucking on point. Really, really enjoyed it. Nice. And uh, I was surprised to hear that Donald Glover was originally intended for the main role. Uh oh, Lakeith Stanfield's uh-huh. role. Yeah, Ooh. but when he hit, he took on Solo. He recommended him. Because of Atlanta, I think this guy did way better than Donald Glover would have ever done. Yeah, he like fucking, he, he's great. Yeah, uh, he crushed it. Tessa Thompson's great. Uh, Army Hammer pops up as like an asshole who's also great. It's Army Hammer's best role, right? Yeah, absolutely. Right? That fucking, he's having fun. That party scene where he does the Dude. rap is maybe like a the the. What were we talking about? Most terrifying moment of the year? Yeah. That was it for me. Really? Was watching that scene and just all the people chanting and like getting into the. Yeah. I don't want to even say it, but like it's, it's a blunt commentary on rap and what people expect rap to be and kind of the racial commentary behind it. It's fucking out there, man. Like Boots Riley, apparently he was like in some bands from the 70s and 80s and just came out. This is his first movie. And it is just like a fuck you to Hollywood. It's fuck you to like anything you think's gonna happen. Yeah, like like you had said about Hereditary, this movie has a thing it wants to say, and it does a pretty goddamn good job of saying yeah. it. You can tell it is a first time director's movie. Yep, there are some mm-hmm. flaws with it, and again, that ending being a big part of it. I feel. Yeah, that's but that's there's, one. There's it, even good time directors that yeah. fuck up endings and fuck up entire movies. So it, it's, it might make or break the movie for you because Laura came off like negative on this movie. No, I, did, I didn't see. I'm, I'm not going to let one part like that, especially like every other part about this movie was so. That's what I heart, thought. Man, yeah, so I can be forgiving. It doesn't have to be perfect. And it's, mm-hmm. it's not what it, it was ranked as my, my, my number five. But it's still made Perfect. my list, man. It's you know, e- just anybody that watches the movie and comes back saying like, "I enjoyed that." Like, great. That means uh, Casey really, really liked it. Fuck yeah, Casey Reuters. It's moving up and up in my book, man. <laughs> That's great. I yeah, this is this is. Up and he's there. the one that reached out. He's like, "Hey, man, have you seen this?" It's so and fucking I was like, weird. Yeah, that's really cool. <laughs> I liked it a lot. But this was why he was staying here close to Christmas. And I was like, nice. But you haven't seen Eighth Grade. And I'm going to buy it right now on Amazon. And he watched it. And I'll save what he said for later. All right. I cannot wait to hear that. That said, what a great double feature of Sorry to Bother You (laughs) and Eighth Grade. I think that's a great way to go. But we will save that for later. All right. I'm so happy you like Sorry to Bother You. Cool, man. I am so So I want you to run with this. All right. Although I know... Well, I've just got two more and then the favorite of the year. So the two more left. We already talked about one. I'm gonna... It was also on the Wreckfest episode. It was Mission Impossible Fallout. Wow, this made your list. Okay. It still did. I thought it was a, uh, a movie. Like, it wasn't great, <laughs> great, but it was it was very middling. I enjoyed it, but yeah. it, it was like, it was a good time. Yeah. But it yeah. didn't 
affect me on any level. Sure. I, I do wonder if that's because you've just not been following the series. Maybe. And that could have been it. For for me, this is one of my blockbusters of the year. I'm picking your number one. I don't you, know yours. Uh, oh, I think you do. I, I do. I think you do. You know mine, though. <laughs> you definitely know mine because I've explicitly told you. I think I've told you. I think I think we've got each other's down this year. But uh, I think Mission Impossible is great. I just I don't think there is one single flaw in the movie. I think it is tight. I think every twist is really interesting and they do something fun with it. The Wolf Blitzer thing at the beginning is great. I love the Henry Cavill reveal only to then say, like, that's not the reveal. The reveal is that, oh, wait, they knew the whole time. Yeah, I really liked that. That was a nice they double twist. They twisted up the 15-minute-long the ending where it's 15 minutes in real time, like, just come in my pants. Like, any time a movie is shot in real time or, like, that's in True Detective. That's why Fast and the Furious, right? That's, that's it, because it's always <laughs> fast and it's always furious. They just, they know it. <laughs> no, those are... Those are guilty pleasures. And if you want to talk about Fast and Furious versus Mission Impossible, Mission Impossible is like in a league of its own, I think. Above that, Fast and Furious? Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yes, I was like, going to really not respect you if you said No, the no. Like they're dumb, cheesy fun, and I can like the Fast and Furious movies. The Mission Impossible movies at this point have become like blockbuster art. Like, yes, absolutely. They, they do it better than anyone else. It is the most entertaining two and a half plus hours you will spend in a movie like this movie's fucking as long as infinity war i think it's more fun and it doesn't stop being fun uh here's here's I my question it. to you as Go a mission impossible series fan yes do you hope that it continues without tom cruise james bond style where we get a new ethan hunt but they stay dedicated to the no no, you don't. At think- this point, there should not be an Ethan Hunt movie. If Tom Cruise drops off, Ethan Hunt should be done, or go into a role of supervisor. He can be the new Alec Baldwin or whoever you want. Okay, but he's done. You do not make it Ethan Hunt. You can make a Mission Impossible movies with new agents, and I'd be fine with that. So you don't. What I'm you don't yeah. want Bond style, where but, it's always yeah. Bond. At this point, Ethan Hunt has been, I think, largely owned by Tom Cruise. I think even more than the original series. Yes, yeah, like that is now his role. So I think if you're going to do it, make new characters, new agents, and then follow them. But keep it in want. that universe. Yeah, and like right I said, bring too. him on as like the consultant. Kill him off like two, three movies, and like they do with every fucking CIA or operative. Kill him off. Introduce new character. And then two movies later, bring him back. He's back. But as the villain, he's no, working. No, I don't think you could do villain. He's working for fucking Whisperface McGee. <sighs> your, your dad. Whisperface McGee. I right. can't think of his name. <laughs> Good. Then that's perfect fucking moving on. It's point. Solomon something. Fuck that guy. Stupid <laughs> British prick bastard. Next movie. What else All you right. got? Uh, and the last honorable mention is Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Okay. Which is, fuck you, Sony. God damn it, you did it again. You've you've got me interested in your Spider-Man universe. Uh, You tried with Venom. Fuck you. You tried with the Amazing Spider-Mans. Fuck you. Here's here's the thing. You tried with Venom. Understandable with Ryan. You tried with (laughs) Venom. Kyle said fuck you. You know you fucked up. That's true. Okay. So, Sony's been fucking up. To say the least. Uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse correctly solves all of these issues they do the impossible 
which is everybody complained about Justice League, like, oh, you didn't make a Wonder Woman Flash blah 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 movie before Justice League. You didn't, you didn't give them time. You just kind of threw it into a movie and went with it, and nobody cared because who is Cyborg? Nobody fucking knows. They did that in Spider-Man to the Spider-Verse. They did their Avengers movie first with six different spider people that by the end you all fucking care about. They all have like their big moments. Like it's great. And, and, and what a fucking fantastic cast this is. So talk to me about it. Oh. Who's who? All right. So Jake Johnson from New Girl, the kind of schlubby everyman that yep. you've seen kind of pop around. The absolute perfect everyman. He is Peter Parker, but from a universe where he gets divorced by Mary Jane, Aunt May dies, life has just been real shit for him for two years, and he kind of like puts on weight, stops wanting to be Spider-Man, is just a depressed mess, and he finds himself- So he's us. He's us. A- again, he's the everyman. He is He is the 30-year-old neckbeard. Somebody who really wanted to try and the world just beat them down until they didn't care. He gets put in charge of hey, mentoring right. the new Spider-Man, but he doesn't want to because he's kind of in this nihilist movie. He's like, what's the fucking point? Like, it doesn't matter. But the new Spider-Man is Miles Morales voiced by the kid from... I can't think. It's a one-word movie that... Dope, I think. Oh. That movie okay. that came out three years ago. I've not seen him at any anywhere since and i can't i don't remember his name so i'm not even gonna attempt to do it but he's joined by spider gwen uh Haley seinfeld from the bumblebee movie uh john mulaney as peter porker spider ham okay so he's peter i thought brilliant fucking casting he's the you know best. who i would have liked better i it, it whatever you're gonna say it's wrong but i'll hear you it you think so maybe i, I would like convince to me john ham nah because I think it works on two levels. It's a it'd be a good pun for the people like in this it's, extended uh-huh. metaverse. But John Hamm is also a fantastic actor, and I think he could fucking he could pull off awkward. I think and cocky pork pig. I think you're right. That said, I'm not saying John Mulaney is bad. I'm sure John no, Mulaney no, no. also they, fucking. They've killed. got this like because when these characters show up in the movie, they each have their own animation style. So when Peter Porker shows up, he's animated like a Looney Tunes cartoon. That's awesome. So he kind of has like that old timey radio voice that just fits with like the Looney Tunes style perfectly. Sure. And that's why like I'm like I don't know if anybody else could have worked for him. But Nicolas Cage is uh, Spider-Man Noir. Which is great. And they have a great gag where he gets stuck with, like, a Rubik's Cube and, like, loses his fucking mind. And he's just like, so is this blue? He's like, no, that's yellow because it's all black and white is all he can see. Yeah. It's like, what's this one? Is this yellow? It's like, no, that's still blue. And it's like, it's it's really good. And then they have uh, Penelope Parker from the future. She's like... Uh, anime style she's very young and has like a cybernetic mech armor that's controlled by a sentient spider and it's okay. like weird shit like i just said that and they make that all believable make sense in the reality they set up and then pay it off so that it's like you care about this dumb fucking sentient spider in this spider mech suit or by a the fucking end of the movie. looney tunes pig you do. And it's just, it's great. There are some great twists. They kind of play with like what you know and expectations. There's a Doc Ock twist that kind of comes okay. out of nowhere and like took me aback. But like on top of all of that, just beautiful, beautiful fucking animation. Like this is one of the most breathtaking animated movies I've ever seen. Fuck you, Incredibles 2. This is the one we deserve. This is 
cool. pushing animation forward. This is pushing storytelling forward. Like what they're able to do, they are spinning so many plates and they do it effortlessly. I'm in love with this movie. I cannot recommend it highly enough. Okay. I noticed that uh, neither of us have mentioned Incredibles 2 yet. It's not going to be in my list. Yeah, me either. Yeah. Spoiler alert. It's I wish. Um, I wish. So, I'm going to say, count of three, let's both say, my favorite movie of 2018. Your favorite movie. Okay. Okay. All right. So one, <laughs> two, three. Eighth, eighth grade. grade. Of course. <laughs> Fucking absolutely eighth grade. We did not do an episode on this one. We did not. So, we can talk about this for... Fuck, For man. a little bit. Let's talk about this. This movie hit me hard, dude. Me too. Like, super fucking hard. This one, I had overhyped to a level that I don't normally go to, and it blew that away. Like, mm-hmm. this movie surpassed everything I could have ever hoped for. It is like a cringe episode of The Office, perfectly refined yes. and then hammered into the sharpest steel sword Oh my fucking god, this movie is so good. And like, perfectly encapsulated what it was to be an awkward junior high kid. Cause I was a fucking awkward junior high kid. I wasn't a girl. I'm sure mm-hmm. that added this whole other terrible level to it. To be an awkward girl in junior high. It fucking sucked being an awkward kid, man. Mm-hmm. I didn't get my girl spurt till like freshman year. I was a tiny little weird looking kid, man. And it sucked. Yeah. And I fucking related to this movie very hard. Yeah. What about you? All right. So this would have been my number two. Mm-hmm. If we are ranking, this is close to being my number one movie of the year. And I think any other year it would have been. I'm with you. This movie is just empathetic to the viewpoint of a teenage kid. Unlike any other movie I've ever seen. Yeah. It is just so earnest and real and just well done. It is maybe a story you've seen before, but it's told kind of perfectly as you said like it really nails well, that cringe aspect and it's very modern and it is yeah. but it explains things like you get mm-hmm. even in this modern era like i don't know man I any mean, dude this was such a fucking year for first time directors because this was written and directed by fucking bo burnham dude yes this fucking come out of nowhere youtube sensation who has turned into this great stand-up comedian who has now directed one of the most fucking heartwarming and drama-filled movies i ever seen in my life Mm -hmm. and was such an artistic vision behind it that what the fuck dude yeah he's like the perfect human being to me (laughs) it's so good everything this guy does i fucking love it man i'm with you i'm with you this movie got me into a stand-up which i have like a whole new appreciation for but looking at his stand-up if you're a fan of his stand-up but you've not seen eighth grade it is such a different piece of work and it, it's like that kind of masterclass artist work where it's like he has successfully done like a type of comedy and then has done a movie with a very, very different tone and style yeah. to it. Like it doesn't feel like a Bo Burnham stand up. Not at all. And that's that's like, a good thing. Dude, Had like I still can't believe this movie is directed by fucking Bo Burnham. It's insane. Yeah. And he fucking killed it so hard. It's ridiculous, man. Agreed. I did not think that, like, I would be blown away more than by John Krasinski also just killing it this year. But fuck, dude. Bo Mm -hmm. Burnham just absolutely tore me apart. Like, and I will bring it back. 
This movie had the most terrifying scene I've seen in a movie. I forgot, and now I'm back on. You're right. It's that car scene. Dude, yes. Yep. Holy fuck. Yes. Oh, man. Somebody's pressured. We'll just say that in a car. And it goes on in real time, and it feels not too long where it feels unreal like they're drawing it out, but it's given like enough weight that it doesn't feel like just a cheap kind of like gotcha. It is... Dude, it's, the most nail-biting moment yeah, of the year. It's so suspenseful. <laughs> and, like, there's no music. There's nothing. It's all the fucking quiet, like, really tight. Dude, I don't it's know. It's just people reacting to each other yeah. and trying to navigate But, like, I know weird, you and I were both, like, sex stuff. Yeah. squirming in our seats, like, oh, it's my God. Masterful direction. Because if it was just, like, five seconds longer, it would not work. Like, it was too Like, he gets that tension to like the point where you can't take it anymore and then finally gives you that release well and and it's a realistic breakdown of like what like dude i can't stretch the fucking realism and authenticity of this movie mm-hmm. enough like this i dude it's so good yeah i fucking love this movie elsie fisher's great i love the dad mm-hmm. the dad Who's been like I not related, in a I've, lot of great stuff? I'm, I know him, yeah. but I like I don't remember his name. I don't know where he's been, in, but I've seen this guy. He's he everything he's in has is been so incredibly good. mediocre. But man, again, yeah, he fucking just crushes in this movie. Yeah, and I think he's he's got like he's that so relatable. Relate point. He's like real, yeah, dude. If, yeah, if if I think you can relate to Elsie's character, whether you're male or female or whatever, like I think that kind of struggle is easily relatable. But even if you can't get that, I think the dad has like a story that's very relatable too. Yeah. And it's just, I'm with you. This is easily the tops of the year. What I love too is that I, this was another movie that you had not heard about at all. Mm-mm. This was my The Witch for you, mm-hmm. which I love doing these things to you because you'd not heard anything about this movie. Nope. You'd not really even know who Bo Burnham was. Did not. And I, I wouldn't shut the fuck up about it. And I was like, hey, dude, this movie's coming out. We're going to go see it. And then, like, I was like, hey, Ben, you should check this movie out. I think it's going to be really good. We're going to go see it. And then it came out, and I was like, all right, let's go. And you're like, all right, man, let's fucking go. And it was just you. You didn't uh-huh. bring Laura. Nope. And you fucking. Oh, she said, I was already a teenager once. I don't need yeah. to see that. I'm like, you fucked up. You really did, You Laura. fucked up. You still did. You need to watch it. Uh-huh. But uh, you came, and you were so, you were with me on every point. And I was like, god damn it. Yeah. This is why I love Ryan. Yeah. Because I knew it. We have not been more in sync about a movie coming up. Like, the only reason this is not in my number one is because I another know. movie came out this year. Uh-huh. And it's it was like this building thing. But otherwise, this movie moved me more than any other movie. This movie hit me in, like, all my feels, as cheesy as that sounds. I love this movie. I'm with you. I'm, I'm so with glad, you. man. I really mm-hmm. am. Yeah. It's going to stick around with me for a long, long time. So. Oh, me too. Me too. All right, buddy. I'd say we do the same for you. All right. Uh, I <laughs> I think I have this name right. All right. So we'll see. But okay. same thing. Count of three. You count it down this time, though. All right. Three, two, one. Avengers, Avengers Infinity, Infinity War. War. <laughs> uh, so. Fucking surprise. <laughs> yeah, I know. I always feel bad about Marvel movies when they're like in my honorable mentions because. They're blockbusters, you know, like they're popcorn entertainment. They're not like anything more. They don't mean a lot. This year, I decided, fuck that thought. I don't care. I'm not going to like get in my head about it. What movie 
blew me away. What movie made me go see it three more times in theaters after I saw it? What movie have I now seen like at least a dozen times since I've seen it this year? It's Avengers. And it is literally, it is the decade building. This is everything I've wanted in comic book movies since we had Blade in the 90s and X-Men with their fucking all-black suits. Shout out to Blade! Right? Like, they embrace it, but they don't fully embrace it, you know? Like, give us X-Men with all leathers and make jokes like, oh, blue and yellow, that would never work. Avengers is like... Fuck it. You want Doctor Strange Dude. being weird? You fucking got now, it. <laughs> what's funny is that of all of those, what one stands the test of time better? Not those shitty fucking X-Men movies. Nope. Because they didn't fucking own it. They didn't. They didn't. And Hollywood has largely not owned superhero movies until Marvel Studios. And I don't know. I've got a huge blind spot, probably for that very reason. I do. I know. But goddamn, this movie was just... This was a roller coaster ride. Uh, and, and from start to finish, I think you get like a great, exciting action sequence every 10, 20 minutes with shit you just not seen. You have maybe the best emotional payoff in any of the Marvel movies so far, which is the ending 15 minutes and like kind of the snap, if you will. Um, it's just wildly ambitious. This is a scale of like the Lord of the Rings. I say this. This is everything I wanted. Almost out of the water. Outside of like Lord of the Rings was crazier because of all the physical people it brought together. Yeah. This. Yeah. Avengers. We're in the digital age now. So we are. But. And this movie uh, like redeems characters like, well, this and Thor Ragnarok. But now like we've got the best version of Thor ever. We will ever have. It's fucking ridiculous. We are now in a place where like. It's like, okay to say Thor's your favorite Avenger. And I will say, it's crazy. Like, I, again, I'm a fucking idiot for the Juki Joss, juicy jockhead, fucking super strong guy. But fuck it, man. Like, Thor is better than Hulk to me now. I hope that they bring Hulk to a new level in the, <laughs> I almost have to in Endgame. I think like, they will, yeah. Cause I like, but man, will. fucking Thor is killer. I got a lot of things I want to say about Avengers 2. Cause, mm-hmm. uh, I didn't write this one down. Because I knew it was going to be here. Yeah. I, that's the only reason. <laughs> this movie is probably honestly in my number two spot, man. Nice. I really fucking like this movie this year. Uh, it was also really cool because this was the first movie I ever saw at the IMAX. Yeah. I went with you. This was my IMAX cherry popper. It was a fantastic experience. Um, Yeah. I, I haven't seen it nearly as many times as you, but I've seen it a couple more times. The fight scenes hold up really well. These action scenes are done phenomenally. Uh, we did do an episode on this too, mm-hmm. but fuck, I, again, I will never not sing the praises of Josh Brolin. He is up there in my top actors. Fantastic fuck, Thanos. He, he, dude, he steals the show in a fucking movie with like Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Pratt mm-hmm. and everybody who has ever been in any movie ever is in fucking Avengers. Yeah. And somehow still Josh Brolin is this commanding presence on screen that Every time you're like, yeah, you're into it when it's happening. This is Thanos's movie. Yeah, this is 100% the hero's journey, but told through the eyes of Thanos. It is no reason why, he, like, it's not a coincidence. Thanos is the winner in this movie because yeah. this is his movie. He owns it. And I think that's what you have to do when you're building up a villain for 10 years and you're teasing him and bringing well, it out. Also, again, kudos because 
Thanos is nothing of a one-sided character. No. This is a fucking character that, like, you relate to, you feel for, like, and this is a bad guy. Mm-hmm. This is, like, Heath Ledger, Joker levels of Dark yeah. Knightness. like, holy shit, I want to see more of this, because this is awesome, and we're going to get to see more of it, unlike, unfortunately, Dark Knight, and yeah. Heath Ledger's Joker. I mean, that was, I, that's it, but, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we didn't do this in the way that I said we were going to do it. Oh, shit. Air. Yeah, we did. <laughs> uh, so I guess we're going to end on our worst movies of 2018. These were supposed right. to go before the best movies so we could end on a high note. Totally fucked it up. We're going to end on a low note. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that perfectly encapsulates this show for the year 2018. I love it. End me right. on low notes, buddy. So uh, I guess I'll go ahead and say my fucking least favorite movie of this year. Most hated. Uh, it's got to go. Dude. Fallen Kingdom, Jurassic Park. Oh, I thought it might be that for you. God, that was such a terrible movie. Yeah. And I am the biggest Jurassic Park-like yeah. excusing guy ever. Man, that movie was terrible. That was fucking garbage. And I hated that I said... I, I know. I you even, liked the first one. You I thought did. it was fun. Yeah. Right? And I, uh, I even fucking saw this one. This was like the first thing I saw on my A-list movie pass shit. So it That's technically right. didn't cost me anything. Uh-huh. And I still fucking hated it, dude. It was yeah. bad. This movie sucked. Yeah, that's what I've heard. I hear they go with weird genetic stuff. and It's so, like, it's not grand or epic at all for a Jurassic Park movie. The entire third act takes place in a mansion with, like, one dinosaur. Who? What? It's, it's, it's like a slasher film that's yeah. not good and yeah. rushed. That's the issue. It sucked, man. I think you could probably have a good slasher film Jurassic Park movie if it's done well. Mm-hmm. If the tension's there, if the stakes are there. Well, that's kind of what but... the first one is because you're they're always hunted sort of by the Velociraptors and yeah. even the T-Rex. Like, they show up as a threat throughout the movie like a good slasher flick. Mm-hmm. It's showing us this threat. I don't know. Jurassic Park Fallen Kingdom sucks, man. I don't even want to talk about it anymore. What's, yeah. your, what's your hated movie? <laughs> uh, Honestly... As much as you say I hate this movie, it's hereditary, but I don't really hate it. I know you don't and really honestly, hate it. And honestly, I just don't think I saw that many movies that I hated this mm-hmm. year. So hereditary, which would be like, I don't know, a f- maybe a three or four out of ten. On your scale. Is my, is my lowest. Yeah. It's, it's not bad. It, well, I didn't like it. I don't think it's very good, but I don't think it's bad. It's mostly fine. It kind of pisses me off towards the end with some of its reveals and twists. And I think it really holds on certain things for confusion's sake to be like, you don't know what's going on. But all it does is kind of obfuscate and I don't know. I I felt myself just very cold to this movie. It didn't hook me. I didn't care about the characters. The boy character specifically... I hated him. I hated how he cried. I thought he was like a little child man. <laughs> Mommy. <laughs> like, that's literally how he cries. <laughs> See what? what uh, again, everything that you say, I, I feel the complete opposite. Yeah. About. And I think this is. To- uh, who's the Tony Collette, the mom? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think she did a fantastic oh, job. What, she I think that's a career defining performance for her. She kills it. Yeah. I think everybody else around her kind of drops the ball a little bit. See, and I, I disagree. And that, that would be it. But yeah. t- Tony Collette, oh, <laughs> brilliant. I love her in this movie. She's great. And I and wish it was what, more along that and what she's going through 
than weird demon shit. And this is another reason why I love this relationship that you and I have, because this is another one that I thought, oh, mm-hmm. Ryan's going to really like this one, too. I thought I would, too. Yeah, and you and you really didn't. Yeah. But, I mean, I see why you don't like it. I know you see why I do. Mm-hmm. And it's just, you know, that's, again, it's Mutual respect. our, little, our I, little taste differences, baby. I can understand it. And, again, I think a lot of people will like Hereditary. I don't know. I remember a lot of people hated it because really? they thought it was going to be different than what they got. I just don't understand what they're expecting anymore. People are dumb. I think so. Anyways, <laughs> buddy, overall, how would you rate 2018 as a movie year? Uh, Honestly, I think movie-wise, it's give pretty it, good. Give it a grade, like a high school grade, A through F. Okay. Um. Well, I'm always maybe a little bit more pessimistic, so my review or score might be lower than it should be. But I would say it was like a solid B plus. God like, damn it, that's exactly what I was gonna say. Nice, fully B plus, man. Yeah, I pretty mean, pretty great year. Like, there really have been fucking good year. We didn't. All right, so we didn't even mention like the Ballad of Buster Scruggs that came out, that. which I really enjoyed. I thought Solo was a very, very fun, we didn't surprising Ant Man and the movie. Wasp. Really fucking like fun. that. Black Panther Everybody came out this loves year, Black Panther. which we just ta- like. We're, I cannot believe that came out this year. Yeah, that feel like so long ago. Yeah. I just, I, I look back, even like Bumblebee, like you and I are talking shit about Bumblebee. It's the shape of oil, you know, or whatever. <laughs> uh, but like that movie came out, it's like 94% on Rotten Tomatoes. Really like it. I've heard really good things almost to the point that like, I kind of want to check it out. Me too now. Aquaman. I saw fucking Aquaman with my family in North Carolina. I've good things about Aquaman. It's dumb. It's cheesy. But, but like in fun. a Flash Gordon kind of way, it's fun. Like this year, like... There's just not garbage like I heard there the dialogue is. is dumb, but it's a fun movie. That's 100% true. And that's fine. It's, the action's shot well and interesting. Like, they go for it when they're underwater. Good. You have fucking crab people. Aquaman rides a kraken at one point. Stupid shit. But fucking fun cheese. This this year, I, I'm i kind yeah. of pleasantly surprised with this year. B plus, baby. B plus. Totally agree. That's fantastic. All right, guys. That's really all we got, man. This was a good fucking year recap. I think so, yeah. And, uh, you know, I think we got a lot of good plans for 2019. We have mm-hmm. a, we have some new things. I'm going to go ahead and tease. I don't know how far you've come along with it, but I've pushed you to make a new logo. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, it'll be cool, I think. I'm pretty excited about that. It should hopefully be with this episode when it comes out. Oh, really? Hopefully. Okay. No hopefully. pressure. If no not, pleasure. it will be with the second episode. I'd rather it be cool than be rushed. I agree. Like I agree. Much like any video game, which, yeah. spoiler alert, the next episode you should check out is the next episode of where we cover the top <laughs> games of 2018. Stick around. It'll be out next week. Uh, that's really all I got to say, guys. Uh, thank you for listening. As always, look forward to 2019. It's going to be a good year. We've got... Another theme month in the works. Yeah. We talked about. So don't know when we're going to drop it, but nope. look forward I to some new I kind of have an idea, things. though. I think I know when it'll fit. Nice. Really nice. So, but that's all we got. So I'm Kyle. I'm Ryan. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Adios.